Today, the Biden administration gives Texas a deadline to comply at the border or else what? We don't really know. Some of the pro-lifers targeted by the Biden regime for peacefully protesting begin their trial. And Ohio has banned trans procedures for minors despite the Republican governor's veto. We've got all of, all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and today's episode is brought to you by First Cup Coffee. It is a Christian owned Patriot coffee company that stands for the same core values you do family and building community across the nation. They have freshly roasted beans delivered in ground, whole bean uh, pods and bulk. They got what you need. You can go to firstcup.com, use code Sarah to save an additional 10% on your order. And if you subscribe, you will save an additional 10% for the life of your subscription. Make sure to check them out. Uh, I am joined today by the wonderful Chad Jackson. He is, of course, a researcher and the co-producer of Uncle Tom. We're glad that you are here. You look rather dashing today. Good to be here. Thanks for having me again. Yeah. Uh, also joined by Logan Hall. He is the Blaze Media digital strategist and our resident Gen Zer. We like to bring on and give the Gen Z based <laughs> takes. So, um, <clears throat> oh, by the way, I am a broken record to those of you who watch every day, but starting Monday, all right, we've only got this show and one more show after today. And then we're not, I'm not going to, I will never sit at this table again. Wow. Yeah. It's the end of an era. It's almost six years of my life I have spent on this show, but we have got so many fun things in store over at Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered. It premieres this coming Monday, January 29th. The new time will be 7 p.m. Eastern. It will be one hour later than you are currently watching it. So make sure that you're not like, oh, no, where's the news? Why isn't it on? Don't worry, you're just gonna catch us an hour later. We're really, really excited to unveil all of the fun stuff we're gonna be doing on there. So the Biden administration is giving Texas until Friday to yield to the SCOTUS ruling and allow Border Patrol access to the border. But uh, Governor Abbott says that he is not caving to the Supreme Court's decision, which, I mean, it only took him three years, <laughs> but I will give credit where credit is due. It's about damn time, but thank you for not caving. Now you really can't cave because now comes the, the really rough part. So razor wire is still being rolled out by Texas and they are like tripling down and putting razor wire on top of razor wire and the Border Patrol still does not have access. Take a look. This is Shelby Park on the Rio Grande. It is now the new battleground between the state of Texas and the federal government. But it didn't always look like this. Now it's fenced in, surrounded by miles of razor wire, just like this. And there's armed Texas National Guard on standby. Federal Border Patrol agents can't even get full access to the park, which they say is a problem if they're trying to reach migrants in distress. On Monday, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of the Biden administration. But our CBS cameras were there when they caught Texas National Guardsmen laying out more wire. Texas officials say they will hold the line. Federal officials say Texas should allow them full access to this park by Friday. 
So, you know, they keep giving these deadlines. You need to give us access by Friday. The last deadline was, I think, last Wednesday. Uh, they said, nope, but it's going to be Friday or else. So what exactly does the Border Patrol plan on doing? Well, uh, Peter Ducey, who is like the only person who is asking these types of questions, uh, asked this question to John Kirby, the White House's coordinator for strategic communications. And that did not go well for John Kirby. Watch. Why are you guys making it easier for people to enter the country illegally? I believe we are. Why do you think we are? <laughs> well, you guys sued to cut razor wire that uh -huh. was put in place by Texas officials. So that the Border Patrol could actually do their jobs, but mm, keep no. going. Well, you won in court, so now what? The Border Patrol Union president is saying the Supreme Court's decision is going to undoubtedly encourage more illegal immigration. Do you guys know better than the Border Patrol Union? The Border Patrol needed access, and that's why we mm. sued to get rid of that uh, razor wire, so that they could do their jobs. And you know what would also help them do their jobs, Peter? More Border Patrol agents. There's an idea. Oh, my gosh. And to process go people in? back to the in? supplemental request that we put in, there's money in there for some 1,300 additional Border Patrol agents. We want to help them do their jobs. We want to give them more resources. And the answer we kept get, keep, keep getting back from House Republicans is no, no, no. Uh -huh, Does razor wire work? Does razor wire work for what? Does it work for the Border Patrol to allow them to have the access they need to be able to uh, to better process people that are uh, <laughs> trying to get there across the border? I don't think so. There it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Every single dime that you pay in your taxes that fund the Border Patrol is not to actually protect your border. It is to process these people back into the country. It's just to process them. That's it. That's all it is. The idea, the illusion that there is some Border Patrol that is out there patrolling the border and keeping you safe is just complete bull. It's, it's just there's there is no such thing that exists in Biden's dystopia. So I want to show this map here. Uh, Texas is being supported either financially or by giving some assets to let us use by 21 states. Uh, you can see them here. I can go some through some of them. Oklahoma, Nebraska, Florida, uh, Virginia, West Virginia, Alabama, Georgia, both Dakotas, Montana, uh, Idaho and Indiana, Tennessee, Ohio and more. And it's just fascinating to me. I keep saying this. This is an election year. Yep. Why would you do this? Because even there might not be very many sane Democrats left, but you would think that even maybe the partially crazy ones who are, I don't know, living in New York City and seeing what the what it's doing to their own hometown. Those that are living in Chicago and see what it is doing to their own hometown go, we gotta stop this. It's just mind boggling to me. Well, not only are they opening up the border or trying to get in the way of states like Texas from closing the border, from what I hear and understand, they're also uh, building uh, dwellings for, you know, to house these illegal immigrants. So it's, it's very obvious what they're doing. And it's been said time and again, that they're trying to stack up bodies, as it were, uh, so they can depend on those bodies during election season. Mm -hmm. This is this has been going on for a very long time. Uh oh, hold on. 
I don't think you're allowed. I think that's the great replacement theory, and I don't think you're allowed to say that. Uh-oh, you're not allowed to say that, except it's it's just literally what they're doing. Right. It's not a theory. It's just true. They brag about it. Yes. I mean, they brag about doing this. They want, uh, during an election year, obviously, they're trying to import a bunch of more voters. Mm -hmm. I think uh, the, the important thing from Abbott's statement yesterday, uh, the very, I think it was the very first sentence. He said, the United States federal government has broken the contract with the states. Yes. And it has. Yes. It's, it's deliberately facilitating this invasion. And you have to think about the gravity of this situation. This is just razor wire. These people are still coming into our country that are not being repelled in any real way. And the freak out from Democrats on this is very telling. Beto O'Rourke and Joaquin Castro were both calling on Biden to federalize the Texas National Guard. I mean, it's insane. And uh, the, the backlash to this from red states is one of the very few things that gives me hope because it shows they still have some fight. But all of them coming around and forming this coalition saying we stand with Texas is a very important thing to do. Yeah, 100%. yeah, I agree. So you mentioned all of these Democrats who are calling for the federal government to take control of the Texas National Guard. Um, let's yeah, let's look at Joaquin Castro's tweet. Uh, he says if Abbott is defying yesterday's Supreme Court ruling, POTUS needs to establish sole federal control of the Texas National Guard now. They can't stand that Texas is like, all right, if you're going to abandon the Constitution, I guess we'll pick up your slack. And they're like, no, we're, we're purposely not abiding by the Constitution and you can't make us. Uh, here's Greg Kassar. Abbott is following the Donald Trump playbook. Make immigration <laughs> harder and more dangerous so asylum seekers are pushed into the hands of cartels and the system remains broken. I agree with Joaquin Castro. If Abbott is defying yesterday's Supreme Court ruling, POTUS needs to establish sole federal control of the Texas <laughs> National Guard. It's just so funny because it's like, do, like these people call us fascists all the time. Right. And I'm like, I... Do you guys hear yourselves at all? Because um, this is a pretty fascisty. But no, I don't think that they do. So I want to play. Um, a, a, actually, let's go ahead and, and read this three-time loser trifecta of failure. <laughs> Beto O'Rourke agreeing with these other uh, Democrat. Well, I would say other Democrat lawmakers, but he isn't one because he failed. So this wannabe lawmaker <laughs> who... <laughs> <laughs> who is agreeing with them. Um, so it's just fascinating. But well, suddenly, is suddenly the Supreme Court is sacred? I mean, the left does this all the time with right. student loans. They, yes. they completely ignore Liter it. Like literally right now, Biden yeah. is doing it with and student they loans. Ignore, they ignore drug policy huh? all the time. They, they, so the, these immigration laws on the books, these things are illegal. Right. But suddenly, suddenly now law and order matters. Right. To them. Well, they're trying to spin it and say, well, this is just an injunction. It's an emergency injunction because the border is the federal government's responsibility, not the state's responsibility. Well, if the federal government isn't controlling the border, right, right. then what else are we expected to do? Right, right. Well, thank you for acknowledging that you are <laughs> completely abdicating your own responsibility. Exactly. I'm so glad that we're clear on that. And I just, I hope that the average American understands that every time they talk about bringing more Border Patrol over there, bringing more resources, spending more of your taxpayer money yes. over there, it is only to bring them in. That's it. There's, they don't, they're not trying to stop it. They're not trying to come up with a solution to stop these people from coming. They're not doing any of that. They just want more of your money to bring these unvetted strangers to a city near you. Right. 
Right. I mean, it's a betrayal of the yes. highest order. What it's treason. Doing. Yeah, it is. I mean, why why do we have to obey laws, but these people <laughs> from the third world don't? I, I mean, know. What, can the GOP put forward something calling us all undocumented so that suddenly we, <laughs> we don't have to obey these laws in America? Right. right. It's ridiculous. It's right. I know. I know. So I want to play a little flashback of uh, Joe Biden. Uh, this was just before Obama took office. And here is Joe Biden on sanctuary cities and illegal immigration just back then. Watch. Would you allow these cities to ignore the federal law regarding the reporting of illegal immigrants and, in fact, provide sanctuary to these immigrants? The reason the cities ignore the federal law is the fact that there is no funding at the federal level to provide for the kind of enforcement at the federal level you need. Pick up the New York Times today. There's a city not far across the river from my state that imposed a similar sanctions. And what they found out is, as a consequence of that, their city went in the dumps, in, in the dumpster. Stores started closing. Everything started to happen. And they changed the policy. Part of the problem is you have to have a federal government that can enforce laws. This administration oh. has been fundamentally derelict in not funding any of the requirements that are needed to even enforce the existing law. So, Senator law. Biden, yes or no, would you allow the cities to ignore the federal law? No. You, okay. A little flash from the past. Huh. <laughs> Those little blasts from the past always come back to bite you. Always come back to bite you. Because at the end of the day, the Constitution is to be followed. Now, um, I don't have much faith in the SCOTUS final decision because I really thought to myself that they would never, even with this pending mm -hmm. uh, decision that they gave, I, I would have never thought to myself, I don't trust John Roberts right. at all. Right. But I still thought this issue was clear cut enough that there would be no question mm -hmm. that ultimately the constitution is to be followed. And if your first pass isn't going to follow it, the second pass needs to. <laughs> and so, now I'm a little concerned about the final decision. Right. And if the final decision, these two uh, traitors, I guess, uh, John Roberts and Amy Coney Barrett, if they don't, if they don't give the correct opinion on this, where the hell does our country go? Well, I think we need to bring the problem directly to their doorstep. I think you, Abbott should bust 10,000 illegals to the homes of all these Supreme Court justices. <laughs> I think that's probably the next step forward. If I had my say, that's what I would do. As I said, Logan is here for the very based Gen Z take. Now, now, now you know. No, I love it. Chad, last word. Yeah, I mean, I agree with Logan. I mean, that's exactly what I would do. And, and Abbott has attempted to do this already. Didn't he get sued by Chicago or something yeah, like did. that, the mayor mm -hmm. of Chicago? Yeah. So, I mean, but I agree with you, Sarah. I don't think that it's going to go over very well with this final decision out of the Supreme Court. So. Yeah, and then it's like, where, where, what do you do? Where do you turn? What happens then? Spicy times. <laughs> You're not kidding. <laughs> Golly. I'm like, well, uh, 2024 is going to be an interesting year if I survive it. I don't know. There's so much going on. I feel like I might have go into a cardiac event at any moment. Um, all right. We got to take a quick break. But uh, first, I want to thank our sponsor of this segment, Patriot Mobile. So for a decade now, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they are the only ones really, really putting their money where their mouth is and funding the fight. They have been great supporters of this show, which is why I'm really proud to partner with them. And they, they're going to offer you the same dependable nationwide coverage. They're going to give you the ability to access all three major networks. You get to pick which one you want. And that means you're going to get the same coverage that you've been accustomed to without 
funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, please know that they are going to be taking a portion of your bill, and instead of putting it towards left-leaning causes, they're going to be down at the border helping people like Yakubuyans fight sex trafficking. They're going to be investing in school board races where they're flipping school boards into more conservative school boards. They are really putting their money where their mouths are. So I'm just saying, if you're still with Big Mobile, why? You're funding Planned Parenthood every time you pay them. You're funding uh, organizations that want to take your guns away. This is a really, really, really easy switch. You can keep your number, you can keep your phone, or you can upgrade if it's time. It's time for Logan. It is. Because he doesn't, Logan, (laughs) here's what you need to do, okay? Logan has a phone. And Logan's phone doesn't have a cover on it. And it gives me anxiety every single time I see him with his phone because I'm like, I, you are holding a very expensive device and you don't even have a cover on it. And this makes me really nervous as a mom. Um, so Logan, you can go to patriotmobile.com slash news. Get free activation when you use the offer code news over at patriotmobile.com slash news. The trial has begun for six pro-lifers who are being targeted by the Biden regime over what I would call uh, quite a peaceful protest. So this was back in 2021 uh, in Tennessee. A group of demonstrators gathered in a hallway outside an abortion clinic. Can you believe that? They gathered. Maybe you didn't hear me because I didn't hear you guys The audacity. Yeah, I didn't hear you audibly (laughs) gasp at the audacity of these demonstrators to gather in a hallway outside of an abortion clinic uh, it was such a huge ordeal. I think there was like one one post on X about it. Twitter. There was the, there was that one. There was that one post about it. And look, don't they look really hostile and yeah, they angry? They look like threats to democracy. <laughs> there are eight <laughs> likes on that post. I'll have you know. And maybe only four of them are from family members and close friends. Okay, so that leaves four more. Yeah, I can math. <laughs> Take that, Mrs. Fitzgerald. Um, so they also reportedly, you thought that they were just standing there. No, 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 no. Here's where the trouble gets. They sang hymns. Wow. Mm-hmm. They pray. They prayed. <laughs> and worst of all, they urged women who were showing up to not kill their unborn babies. Wow. I thought this was America. <laughs> right. Prison for life, please, okay? (laughs) And so 11 of them were arrested for trespassing and indicted by a federal grand jury. This trial is starting now. The jury selection was completed yesterday, and it is comprised of 11 women and five men, which does not make me comfortable. I would hope that their defense attorneys were, like, very strategic in that, but 11 women you probably don't want to see. So it's all six, the trial... Beginning today, and the federal government accuses them of blocking doors to a healthcare <laughs> clinic, and they say that the demonstration was not a protest, but in fact a violation of federal law because you cannot block the doors to an abortion clinic. Now, you know, the defense says no one was injured, no one was threatened, no one was assaulted. Uh, they were they were exercising their right to peacefully protest. But, you know, when you are um, the Biden regime, that's that doesn't really matter. Peaceful protests don't exist. I yeah. mean, yeah, not really. No, the peaceful protests are the one who that, are burning down the, <laughs> the middle of your country. Well, yes. And also, I mean, the uh, pro Hamas rallies. Oh, yeah. Like over at Colombia, where they are like advocating for violence against Jewish people. Uh, here's some of that. 
That's peaceful to me. <laughs> yeah, Intifada, which obviously means we love and welcome everyone. <laughs> Except it doesn't. So just for context here, Intifada, of course, is an uprising aimed at ending Israel's occupation. Like right. they want to wipe them off the map. Um, and every single one of their Intifadas have been violent. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's fascinating because... This always seems to be fine. It's totally fine. Even though uh, Colombia has a rule um, that they don't condone or allow language that promotes or supports violence in any manner, I don't believe that any sort of sanctions were imposed on these people. Um, but it's okay to call for the genocide of an entire community if you just use a different language and call it intifada. Sarah, don't you know that's our greatest strength right there? That was our, that's our greatest strength, really? as our leaders tell us. Yes, importing all these ancient yeah. blood feuds into America yeah, is our yeah. greatest strength, somehow or another. Yeah, uh, yeah now, uh, of course, like what the left does is they always, it, their whole worldview is an oppressor versus oppressed mm -hmm. mindset, and they will always side with whoever they view as oppressed. The most oppressed, right? Oh, yeah. So they'll, they'll side with the losers, and they will always side with the most violent, evil factions in any in any dispute yeah. mm -hmm. rule of thumb mm -hmm. um so yeah but I, I don't know i think our college campuses are out of control obviously they're allowed to call for genocide of jews or of white people or of america uh but that's totally fine you just can't be a nice conservative on campus and or else you'll be terrorized yeah. well don't well well <laughs> conservatives do believe in small government right uh, they Whoa. used to. Whoa. Well, used that's to. true. Well, <laughs> hold on. You can't go around campus just like calling for lower taxes and like less <laughs> less bureaucracy in your life. That is, come on, Logan. I thought you knew better than that. True, you're right. <laughs> well, I'll be remiss if I don't remind people that you know this whole abortion thing is rooted in this elitist eugenics movement. I mean, it just is. Yeah. And it's not just a race thing. Like they wanted to eliminate anyone who they deemed undesirable. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what abortion is really all about. And originally it was controversial and it remains controversial to this very day. Um, but they've gotten so sophisticated with their language and their rhetoric that they say, oh, it's a woman's reproductive right. And so what they're doing with this particular yeah. issue is they're invoking the FACE Act, which was a 1994 yep. uh, bill passed by Clinton. And um, they're saying that because they, these 11 protesters violated the FACE Act, they are now mm -hmm. running afoul with the law. And so this is what they're doing. And again, we're in election season. Uh, this of course has been going on since 2022, this indictment. But uh, I feel that um, with this trial starting, it's gonna play well into the hands of the, of the Democrats, unfortunately. And they have absolutely nothing to run on. It's important to remind yeah. people, they, they're not running on making your life any better. They're not running on the economy that they've completely crashed and mismanaged. They're not running on any achievements. So they're saying, this election, you really need to prioritize the ability to kill your babies. Mm -hmm. That's what this mm -hmm. is going to be about. They're screaming about fascism and they're screaming about abortion. And that's all they have. To the extent that um, there's a new Biden ad out um, that hits on abortion, uh, specifically Texas. And it is just, they just lie. Like they, they have yeah. to lie, right? And so here, actually, we have this, this, uh, this ad here. Let's watch it. I'm an OBGYN in Texas and a mother of three wonderful children. 
Having this beautiful, messy, chaotic, but wonderful family, it's the joy of my life. I never thought that I would need an abortion for a planned pregnancy, but I did. Two years ago, I became pregnant with a baby I desperately wanted. At a routine ultrasound, I learned that the fetus would have a fatal condition and that there was absolutely no chance of survival. In Texas, you are forced to carry that pregnancy, and that is because of Donald Trump overturning Roe v. Wade. The choice was completely taken away. I was to continue my pregnancy, putting my life at risk. It's every woman's worst nightmare, and it was absolutely unbearable. We need leaders that will protect our rights and not take them away. And that's Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. So I just want to be clear here. This completely mischaracterizes Texas law. There is never a case where a mother would be denied life-saving medical care because of the abortion law. And also, the baby had and encephaly, uh, which is not fatal for the mother. Mm -hmm. And like, I would argue that abortion is never needed to mm -hmm. save the life of the mother. You know, you, we talk about these late-term abortions especially. Just, you could just have the baby, right. right? If you are in an emergency and you need life-saving care, giving you um, medicine to induce labor and going into, or, or doing an emergency C-section, mm -hmm. right? An emergency C-section is done in minutes. You have to take the abortion pill and then they have to go in and crush the baby's skull and stop the heart from beating. That is a process that takes far longer right. than wheeling you into an, an emergency C-section room where they can immediately take out the baby. And oh, as an added bonus, the, the baby's still alive. Isn't well, that great? What you're relying on, Sarah, to make that argument is common sense. How dare you? Right. Um, right. Novel the, idea. Right. Right. <laughs> but, and the, but they're but they're purposely scaring these women into thinking these laws are so severe that if you get pregnant mm -hmm. and you actually end up with some, you know, uh, condition that could potentially be fatal to you, Texas isn't going to let you. Texas isn't going to let you protect your own life. Oh my gosh, that's not what it is. That ad is such BS, though. I mean, even if her story were, were true, uh, it doesn't account for the fact that the overwhelming majority of abortions that are had is a matter of inconvenience. Right. I mean, this just is what it is. Uh, so they're going to take these rare little one-off situations and make this the issue, make this a story, so as to try to frame Donald Trump as this evil dictator tyrant. Mm -hmm. the reality is, again... Most of the abortions are a matter of inconvenience. Right. And the only thing Trump did was return the issue to the states. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Which is another thing they're pretending yes, like yeah, it yeah. just is like, they, yeah, it's just a lie. It's right. all lies. Right. It's a, they just have to play on people's fear. It's, right. it's very, which, very sad. Which I know we got to go to break, but speaking of inconvenience, I mean, the only thing that happened to her, because she got the abortion, so the only thing that happened to her was that it was a little bit more inconvenient for her to go to another state to kill her yes, baby. Right. Gosh, sorry for that inconvenience. Um, all right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. That's been their whole argument. But then I have to tie to All right, this Wednesday, Ohio Republicans voted to override Republican Governor Mike DeWine's veto of the bill that would ban trans procedures on minors uh, and also boys in girls' sports. 
Now, um, no hormone treatments either. And I, I feel like I'm going to need to go ahead and tell the YouTube audience it's only a matter of time before <laughs> you see that familiar slate that gets put up and you're like, ah, they started saying the true things that they're not allowed to say. So <laughs> sorry. All right. I'm really sorry. Head on over to uh, blazetv.com. If uh, you want to catch the rest of it, become a subscriber or um, watch on Pluto or download the audio podcast. But so DeWine, who, again, Republican, his reason for, yeah, Republican, (laughs) his reason for vetoing the bill, he said, Ohio would be saying that the state The government knows what is medically best for a child over the parents, saying, I believe this is about protecting human life. Now, (laughs) I feel like I shouldn't have to make this clear all the time, but Mike DeWine, hey moron, here's the deal. There have always been laws in place to protect children from parents who abuse them. It has always been illegal to abuse your children. And the only reason why these laws aren't already on the books is because the lawmakers' predecessors could have no way to know that people were going to be so mentally ill, mothers were going to be so mentally ill that they would actually chop off their own children's body parts. That is the only reason why it is not already in the code as child abuse. And no, Mike DeWine, no parent has the right to abuse their child, Mm -hmm. the right to sterilize their child. No parent should have that right. This is not a parental rights issue. This is a child abuse issue. Mm -hmm. Mike DeWine, Republican. Yeah, I have a question for you, Sarah. Um, Do you believe that DeWine represents a dying breed? Yes. The Republican Party? Yes, Chris Christie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, both of them. Nikki Haley? Mm Mm-hmm. All of them need to get the hell out of this party, wake up, understand what time it is. It is 2024. We are talking about the life and death of these children. And what I mean by that is if you look at the statistics, pushing all of these life-altering procedures on them does not make them more likely to be happy and not kill themselves. Yeah, and it's very important. I I totally agree with what you said. And what you did there is very important. You have to frame this stuff the right way because – too often, Republicans fall into these language traps that are set by the left, whereas like abortion is reproductive health care. Right. There's nothing reproductive about it. Uh, trans, whatever, trans care, they call it, health care, is not health care. It is straight up abuse. You are right. deforming these people right. for life. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. I, I'm a native to Ohio myself. Uh, I love Ohio, so I, I don't love our governor. I think he's a very cowardly, spineless governor. Uh, and his justica- justification for this was completely bizarre. And I wonder if he's getting paid off by any pharma people or anything uh, has to be. Yeah. Would, I would like I would be interested to find that out but I'm very glad that our state government overruled him mm-hmm. yeah on them. I mean that's a that's and Ohio is now pretty work. like permanently red so I yeah. they are I gotta, sending I gotta give them a to, shout out to Texas for the border too yes. they were on that list as well um, you know you mentioned the the dying breed of Republicans um, there are at least three that I can think of that were or are currently running for president, Nikki Haley being Mm -hmm. the only one who is still in the running. But Asa Hutchinson, I asked him specifically. Now, 
Did little old Asa ever have an actual chance at becoming president? No. But he was at the summit that we hosted mm -hmm. in Iowa, and I asked him directly about vetoing because he did that in yeah. Arkansas, right. vetoed this. And he actually looked me in the eye, and his answer was, well, if those people grow up and they regret what was done to them, um, there are, you know, they can file a lawsuit. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, so they can file a malpractice suit. Like, so you're admitting that this is malpractice. You're admitting yeah. that this is that this is harmful. Right. And you think that a young girl who has just had her breast chopped off can just, oh, don't worry, I'll file a lawsuit and that'll grow my my original breast back. Oh, don't worry, a yeah. young boy who chopped off his <laughs> he's just gonna like file a lawsuit and be like, well, I don't have my penis anymore, but at least I have some money. I mean, it was just such a callous, yep. disgusting thing to hear him say, to admit, he admits the, uh, he acknowledges that there are a lot of people, a growing amount of people, detransitioners, who are like, you guys pushed me into this lifestyle and I can never get my life back. He admits that they exist, but his answer is take it up in the courts. Yeah, at our summit, he got dragged over the coals by Tucker for yeah. that, for yeah. that, that, simple, yes. that yeah. same kind of reasoning. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just cowardly at this yeah. point if you're going to call yourself a Republican and you won't sign a bill like this or yeah. uh, not stand up for the, this sort of stuff. I mean, this is basic human nature. Can mm -hmm. men become women? No. Okay. Mm -hmm. this, this should be easy. There shouldn't be any questions. I don't know if he represents a dying breed of Republican. I hope he does, but I think we have a lot more of them oh, yeah. uh, than we would like to admit. Yeah, yeah the, the fact that Nikki Haley did as well as she did in New Hampshire, I think, says that there's a lot more of them than I, I care to, to think about. But yeah. um, what, what the legislature in Ohio did, I think, is a cold cut case of our constitutional republic at work. And I'd like to see more of that. Uh, when you look at a lot of these mayors, they are bought and paid for, whether it, yep. whether it be by pharma or whomever. And they say one thing on the campaign trail and then they get in office and they do something completely different. And the fact is they continue to get away with it because most people just don't care. They don't pay attention to what's going on in their state legislatures, state government, Congress, or what have you. Um, but the fact that they did what they did, the legislature did what they did, I think is a good thing. Yeah, it is. Could and I, it, hold on, could I just, um, Mike DeWine received over $40,000 from children's hospitals who uh, support sex change procedures. Uh, there you go. There it is, yep. right there. Thank you for you looking at the up. puzzle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I cracked the code. Just call me Sherlock. Go ahead, folks. This is why this is why uh, local uh, being involved in your local government mm -hmm. really, really matters. In local elections, you need to participate and be a citizen. One person on the national level for the presidency is not going to come mm -hmm. save you. They can right. do some good, but it starts locally, and that's how we're going to take our country back: is by people getting involved in their local and state governments. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad you said that. Yes. It really cannot be overstated. Um, especially this day and age where you're talking, I mean, I'm talking, Logan, I'm sure you mean this as well, but I just want to, I want to be clear here. We're talking like school boards, yes. city councils, like as local as it gets. Dog catcher. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yes, All of exactly. these things are important. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And don't just trust the flyer that you get in the mail that says, here's the, your Republican voter guide. 
Okay. You need to know who sent you that flyer. Mm -hmm. You need to know who those people are and what their ideals are and who they're getting money from before you just trust it and take it over to your polling booth and follow the instructions that they have given you because they have gotten very, very crafty mm -hmm. in yes. how they in how they portray all of this information and make you think like, oh, well, this is just going to be the most conservative people. I'm, I'm just going to use this list right here. It would be better if you just didn't vote. <laughs> yes. Many times. I advocate yes. for right. that, actually. Like, it, it, would, yeah. it would be better if you... I, and I know there are some countries with compulsory voting, and I'm like, absolutely right. not. If yeah. you don't care enough to get involved and actually do the research on who these people are, mm. what these policies are that you're voting for whenever, you know, your local election have these amendments and... and uh, uh, Stephen, what is the term that I'm thinking of? Bonds, thank you. <laughs> yeah. The bonds, where people Probably are like, taxes. oh, bonds, oh, cool, that's money that we get from some other place. <laughs> it isn't just money that we're yeah. signing ourselves up to pay in our taxes. Oh, neat, it's called a bond. Get <laughs> educated yeah. before you vote. Right. All right, we gotta take a quick break. We'll be right back. I'm actually all in favor of uh, disenfranchising, sir. short clip here of Jesse Waters on Fox News, who uh, this clip has kind of gone viral on the internet. I want to get your thoughts on here. He was tearing into Biden on his handling of the border. Watch. I knew Biden was bad on the border because he's not the best father. The man can't say no to his own son. He can't say stop. He can't have consequences for actions. And that's what you need. You need a man in charge on the border to say this is not going to be allowed. Well, <laughs> Biden's granddaughter, uh, of course, Hunter's daughter, posted this with the caption, I have heard so many lies about my family. It takes a lot to make me upset. This crosses the line. Not sure how this man can call himself a reporter, and I hope he never has a son or daughter who struggles with anything. You can disagree with his policies without being this ugly. That's from Naomi Biden. Um, oh, I mean, what a, what a poor girl. Right. I, I feel so bad. Right. Like coming from one of the people who financially profited right. off of her daddy and granddaddy's money laundering schemes from foreign countries wants to tell us how mean it is that Jesse Water said there was no lie detected. Right. I detected no lie in anything he just said. It was absolutely true. And the idea that we are supposed to feel sorry for the poor Biden family for getting dragged through the mud. Oh, yeah, I feel really sorry for Naomi Biden, who had her wedding at the White House, <laughs> when there are only 19 weddings that have ever been at the White House in the history of the White House. I feel really sorry for Naomi Biden, who had the same wedding planner as Chelsea Clinton's, and her designer's quote starts at 300000 and goes into the millions. Huh, speaking of that amount of money, I wonder where she got all of that money huh. to pay for such a lavish wedding. I wonder how she started rolling in the dough. I wonder. What's going on? Yeah. No, these people always throw pity parties and they love to use your values against you. Mm -hmm. You can never let the left use your values against exactly. you. Exactly. They're trying to play on your compassion mm -hmm. or your empathy or sympathy or that you, you like to, you have family values. These people are sick. They do not value any of this stuff. That you cannot, you cannot let them do this and emotionally blackmail you this way. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, because think about what he was saying. Right. Uh, Biden is bad on the border because he's not a good father. He doesn't know when to say no. Factually true. That. 
I mean, can you imagine how Hunter Biden would have turned out differently if right. Joe didn't just he didn't say, hey, crackhead, here's what I'm going to do. Instead of holding you accountable for your actions, yeah. I'm going to I'm going enable to you. set you up. Right. I'm going to enable you and put you in these positions of power. And then I'm just I'm just going to coddle you about it rather than standing up and saying, get your together, dude. And partake in his corruption as well. Yes. Yeah. He, do, you, I mean, do you know what the most powerful word in politics is? No. No. Yeah. You just have to say no. We're yeah. not going to put up with this. Right. We're not doing it this way. It's not happening. Right. No. Right. And if you can't say That's no it. in your personal life or to yeah. your own children, I mean, what does that say about you? I completely agree with Jesse Waters. Yeah. I don't care whose feelings it hurts. It's yeah. true. Yeah. He made an absolutely 100% true point. And to Logan's point, I mean, this is what Democrats often do. They use your values against you. It goes back to the writings of one Saul Alinsky, mm -hmm. how you use in a kind of jujitsu way their values against them. And unfortunately, this dying breed of Republican Party, which I don't think is dying, um, is going to fall for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's right. this kind of respectability kind of politics. This You're kind right. of let's keep everything cordial. Let's play nice. These people don't realize that we are we are full fledged in a cultural war. You're right. And you know what else those that dying breed also uh, continues to fall into is they fall into the trap of listening to the mainstream media talk about Don how Donald Trump is so terrible and he's going to destroy our democracy and he's going to do all these <laughs> terrible things and he's going to be so corrupt. And I'm like, hello, do you see who's running the show now? <laughs> Peter Schweitzer calls Joe Biden, calls the Biden family the most he is the most corrupt politician in the history of the country. Right. That is not from me. That is from an unbiased investigative reporter. And folks, journalist. we've got some pretty corrupt politicians. <laughs> right. So. right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like the bar has been set really, really high. And you, somehow uh, Joe Biden exceeds it. Did you see the video of Lindsey Graham talking? He's basically singing the praises of Joe Biden. No. He's like, well, yeah, he came and visited my sick mother when she was in the hospital. And um, and he's a, I don't care what his politics are. He's a damn good man. Stop. This is Lindsey Graham. He's selling our country out. He's profiting off of foreign countries, making our country more vulnerable because God knows what they have on him. Mm -hmm. And I'm supposed to believe that he's a good man. He's he's committing treason down at the border. And I'm supposed to believe he's a good man. Tell that to the mother who we talked about yesterday, who lost her developmentally disabled daughter to an illegal alien who was in here, an MS-13 gang member who was in here, who Border Patrol completely failed. DHS should have seen all of these signs and they didn't do their job. So I'm sorry, I don't think Joe Biden is a good man. He's not a good man. He's a politician. Mm. He goes to visit your mother so that when he asks you for that backroom deal, he knows that you will feel obligated to do it. That doesn't make him a good man. That makes him conniving. Yeah, I wonder how much uh, Ukraine support Biden got from visiting Lindsey Graham's mom like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, Lindsey Graham, the jokes that are there that I can make right now. Um, all right, let's go ahead. We got to take uh, one more quick break. We'll be back. gentlemen, may I present to you the world's worst vice president, Kamala Harris, who is just completely insufferable in everything she does and says. Here is Kamala uh, saying she wants Wikipedia to change her height. <laughs> <laughs>
I re recently learned you're only 5'2". Is that, that true? That is absolutely incorrect. Okay. <laughs> I am 5'4 and a quarter. Okay, and Sometimes I'm 5'3". 5'4 and a half and with heels, which I always wear, I'm 5'7 and a half. Thank you very much. Okay, Wikipedia, you're wrong, and we I'm need totally to correct wrong. that. I've said this to my team, like, what? I don't know where it came from. I've, I was 5'2 when I was 12. They say I'm 5'1 on my Wikipedia page. How tall are you? 5'3 and 3 quarters. Right? Dude, these freaking <laughs> elitists are so, like, really? You mean to tell me the vice president of the United States told her team that they needed to change the Wikipedia page so that her height could be reflected correctly? Like, you have nothing better to do as vice yeah. president I could than totally to tell your see team that. I could totally see these people Googling themselves. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Once you know every that's five what minutes. They do. Yes. They've got like Google alerts set up, yeah. I'm sure, to tell them when something new comes out about them right. so they can read it. Ugh. Yeah, Kamal Harris is kind of just a joke. I mean, you see why they're trying to uh, replace Biden with anyone but her because mm -hmm. nobody supports her. Mm -hmm. I mean, the more people see of her, the less popular she gets. So, <laughs> why do you think she's like, so unlikable, though? Um, literally a, everything she does and yeah. says. She's a Democrat from she's California. an idiot. She has no brain. I, I can keep going if you want. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.